Good morning, gentlemen. How are you? Fine, thank you. Thank you. It's it's a pleasure to talk to you, Ricky. It is a great pleasure, Ian, to talk to you again. Uh, again, we've talked over the years on a few junkets. I think uh, yeah. Lady Allen Scoop was one of them, and I uh, I was a seat companion of yours when you were flying back and forth into Salt Lake. So oh wow um, oh yeah oh yeah oh yeah we just talked to Salt Lake before yeah you yeah when we did that yeah the rather good picture that disappeared last year called the Hollow Point yeah I mean. Exactly. I was your annoying seat companion, so I appreciate uh, your patience with me. Uh, American Gods, let's talk about this because it's a fascinating idea of old gods versus new gods. And uh, you're a very mysterious character, Mr. Wednesday. Um, and of course, Shadow Moon, uh, played by Ricky. Uh, how, how did you guys get this uh, uh, the script for this? I mean, how, how did it come to you? Uh, he was, well, he's the protagonist. Sha uh, Ricky plays Shadow Moon, and they had to find him first and build it all around him. So I'll let, I'll let him explain. Right, Rick? Yeah, I mean, I was very fortunate. Um, I heard this through social media, funny enough. Uh, modern technology. Uh, but it was the fans. Uh, Stars put out a search online for casting Shadow, who the fans wanted uh, to play this iconic character from a very famous book by Neil Gaiman. Um, 16 mm -hmm. years they've been waiting for an adaption to TV or film, and so they wanted their input. And the fans started hashtagging Ricky Whittle, to which popped up on my, uh, my trending on my social media. Um, I looked into it, not knowing uh, Neil Gaiman or American Gods, and found all of a sudden this incredible project. Um, and then five months later, I was, I was announced, and you know, it's something that I will always be grateful to the fans for, and I get to give this gift back. Yeah, and then obviously, you Mr. Wednesday, who's the, who's the, I mean, it's, I mean, the story starts off, he's released from prison, and he bumps into, his wife has just died, he's released from prison a, a few days early, and he's going to her funeral, and suddenly he meets this guy, Mr. Wednesday, who is, of course, not who he seems. Mr. If you know your Norse mythology, you'll know it's Wotan, Wednesday, Norse, Odin, the god, Norse god. And nothing is as it seems ever after that. And I hire him as my bodyguard, as my chauffeur, and it becomes a kind <laughs> of a buddy road trip for a while until you realize not all is as it seems as you keep bumping into these extraordinary characters. And it's revealed, and I can reveal this, Ricky will zip my mouth if I reveal too much. I know yeah, that. I'm but you reveal that, that, you know, that I'm on a mission. And I've had enough of modern technology. It's taking over people's lives, and their lives are being miserable. At least that's my version of it. And it's based on this uh, wonderful novel by Neil Gaiman, which actually seems more apt now than it ever did 15 years ago because of the advances, not only advances in technology, but the sort of going backwards of our political life, you know? And I'll leave it at that for now. <laughs> yeah. And, and Neil is such a great, uh, he's a genius when it comes to, you know, doing graphic novels and, 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 and you know, I always think that his characters are very well-rounded and, and very, very d dark. Oh, well, this is, it's a prescient novel, and if I could, only he could have had two better TV showrunners than Brian Fuller and Michael Green to interpret no. uh, and build upon his blueprint foundation of a story because you know the advances in technology have been so huge the last 15 years so you get to they get to introduce new stuff apart from what that thing that the fans will be expecting from the original book there's a lot of new stuff in there right yeah, yeah. yeah. it's fantastic because a lot of people including myself i think i'm the best advertisement because 
having not known Neil Gaiman and American Gods, like no, numerous people out there uh, who are under a rock, uh, like myself, you're going to be introduced to this whole new uh, rock star of the book world. And it's fantastic and, and mind-blowing. And then you have the fans, the hardcore Neil Gaiman fans and American Gods fans who, yes, you're going to know the story and everything you love that's in the book is going to be in the show, but we've been able to expand upon this blueprint and you know, characters who are very sporadic in the show, such as uh, Mad Sweeney and Laura, played by Pablo Schreiber and Emily Browning, um, mm -hmm. you get so much more of, of their backstory, of, of where they were when they're not in the book. And you know, we're blessed with quite possibly, in my opinion, the best ensemble cast I've ever seen on TV. And, and we're able to kind of bring this story to life and off the page. You know, and to that point, uh, I, th I think we're in another golden age of television what with the freedoms that you have with uh, companies like Stars and Hulu and Netflix and all of these wonderful, uh, uh, you know, made-for-television shows that allow writers to be writers without being hindered by network uh, network suits, as I like to well, call I, it. Well, yeah, I did a project with Michael Green about seven years ago for NBC, which was really a cable project, and NBC wanted a cable project. But, of course, by the very nature of them, the mammoth companies like NBC cannot do cable projects by their own, the, the, you know, it just doesn't work on that because they have a different kind of audience and a different mentality towards shows. But the freedom that's been offered by, as you say, all these new, I mean, well, since HBO started way back with great shows like, yeah. uh, you know, Oz, which I think is another underrated <coughs> show. That was too early, Oz, The Sopranos. And I was lucky to be part of a great, you know, the Deadwood, the it great Chris David Milch. Chris Albrecht, and Chris, who, now, who now took yeah. over Stars. Albrecht, and who's that's now where Stars. And growth has come from, yeah. from Stars, you know, Stars. And then we beam around the world to 200 territories after that, the day after on May 1st via Amazon Prime Video. You know, it's, we've been very yeah. blessed by, by Fremantle. Stars and, and Fremantle, yeah, who've been great. Um, because, the, you know, this open. wasn't the easiest show to do. Mm. I mean, in terms of, you know, finding the tone for it. I mean, I think that Brian and <laughs> Michael and, you know, and... Uh, and Neil only found out after they got a load of material and looking at it in the editing suite that they needed to change a few things because tone is important. Because, you know, a lot of shows talk well, about pushing the envelope, changing television. This is very different to a lot of stuff. That's yeah, different. and, and uh, you know, the other thing, too, is, I'm, you know, I'm very well aware of the time and, and we're running out a little bit, but I was, uh, I was looking for something to watch the other night and I came across The Last of Sheila, which... I love that movie, uh, and I forgot completely that you were in that. Yeah. Written by Anthony Perkins and Stephen, Stephen Sondheim. I mean, it's the only script yes, that Sondheim's ever written. And yeah, it was a, yeah, they keep threatening to remake it with a, with a new cast. They haven't quite done it yet, but because hey. it's a story about Hollywood. It's an inside. <laughs> no, well, you, yeah, you should be in it, yeah. I was, my character was based on Justin Villeneuve, who was Twiggy's manager back in the oh, wow. back in the seventies. But that was a great cast too: James Mason, James Coburn, Joan Hackett, Diane Carroll. Oh, incredible! Yeah, uh, Ricky Austin Land was was a terrific film. Loved it. Um, Thank you. And, and you were working with uh, Jelica Hess, Jerusha, uh, the producer Hess, on that. Yeah, of Napoleon Dynamite fame, and Stephanie Meyer who did Twilight. So, put those two minds together, and you got Austin Land. <laughs> yeah. Well, congratulations on American Gods. Uh, it's a, such a pleasure to talk with both of you. All the best. And, and uh, are we heading into season two now? Um, yeah, that's, that's the plan. You know, uh, we've, we've come up with an, an incredible first season, which we're going to focus on right now. And uh, we're looking forward to passing that over to, to everyone via stars on, on April 30th. Gentlemen, thank you again. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Cheers, pal. Thank you.